Hi everyone, this is Miranda Hughes here from Faith Strong, and I'm so glad you can make it to my podcast. Again, I'm getting better at this uh, podcast thing. I've got a lot going on in my life, but I'm just glad to start releasing a lot more content. So not sure exactly how it's going to go, so just bear with me. Anyways, I'm glad that you stopped by and you decided to check out my podcast. And on today's episode of Faith Strong, I'm going to be talking to you about keeping up when God moves. So this one is kind of a tough one. I mean, a lot of things with God can be tough just because, well, let's just be real. When it comes to God, he wants a real relationship. He wants you to seek him out and he wants you to discover and to seek what it is that God has in store for you. Um, Whether it be the plans and the purpose in your life or it be just everyday tasks of how he wants you to, you know, steward something or how he wants you to do something. So it can be really difficult sometimes when, you know, let's just be real. If you're not praying as much as you should or maybe you need to upgrade your prayer life, like maybe Mm -hmm. it's not so much about, you know, how often you're praying, but more like what you're praying about or how you're wording it like it doesn't have to be a very lengthy prayer but you know it's a relationship with Christ he wants to know exactly what you're feeling exactly what you're thinking you're allowed to express your emotions when it comes to God but you still need to be mindful and respectful of who you're talking to I mean this is the creator of everything and everyone so (laughs) it's not that he's going to smite you for expressing yourself it's just you know, come to him confidently, but also come to him with a humble heart. Like know that he is powerful enough to change your situation, but be humble and confident enough to know that you need to ask him with confidence for what it is that you are wanting or expecting him to do, but be humble enough for him to work in the way that he wants. So if he tells you to do something that you normally wouldn't, and I don't mean illegally, I just mean If he, okay, just for instance, if, uh, if he tells you to go out and buy a new outfit for a date and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to go get like a very expensive outfit, you know, for like over a hundred something dollars. And God's like, no, go to go, go to Goodwill. Sorry guys. That was a tongue twister. But if he tells you to go there, you're thinking, God, like, why would I go to Goodwill? Like there's nothing wrong with Goodwill at all. It's just as an example, you know, a mall versus Goodwill. So that's what I mean by like being humble is, you know, you may be wanting a really expensive, I don't know, let's just say like a 90 to $150 dress. And, you know, for the guys, I guess it could be like a tux or something. And God knows because he's ominous and he knows everything The reason he may want you to go to Goodwill is because someone decided to donate a very expensive outfit to Goodwill and they're going to resell it. So guess what? You wouldn't have gotten that amazing deal, saved a ton of money, looked fabulous for your date. (laughs) All the while, like, you know, you could have been over at the mall and you could have been out a lot of money just for one night and not knowing whether that date's going to go well or not. So God's got you covered. He's got your back, but his ways are higher than ours. That might've been a weird example, but I don't know why that was just the first thing I could think of. But, um, like I said, like you got to be humble in the way that, uh, how God wants to do things. So 
when you're praying, you know, keeping up with God, like if you think about it, it's like the way that he wants you to do something or what he asks of you, it may not make sense. It may be a little like awkward to you or uncomfortable. And again, nothing illegal. It's just maybe he might want you to talk to someone that you don't normally talk to. And to you, that might be awkward, but it's like that person might need to hear some encouragement that day. Um, And that person could be connected to someone that you know, you're praying about, like you just, you never know. And then that person can put in a good word for you, but there could be a ton of examples on this. It's just, the point is when you're keeping up with God, it's about God and it's not about us. Okay. We get to be a part of the plan. We get to be a part of this life. We get to be experience amazing things. But if you want to go higher and higher with God, like we got to learn to keep up because God, when he moves, it's very, swift. Okay. It's very rapid. It's most of the time it's rapid. Sometimes God moves slow, meaning it's slow and steady. It's not exactly like, like dragging feeling to us. It feels like it's kind of like moving at a very slow pace, but really like, it's kind of like if there's more people involved, like a business or a relationship or something, you got to realize that God has to work on every single person's heart. He has to get them all lined up. He has to get everyone on the same page in order for them to come together, in order for them to function properly, to move in the direction that God wants. Because if you don't, if you have someone who doesn't want to operate in the same way, or they don't want to work as a team or they don't want to, if they're in a relationship, they just don't have the same values. You know, that's why God says you, you need to be equally yoked because if you don't, you know, you got one person that's going to pull in a totally different direction and it's going to be chaotic. It's going to be frustrating. You're going to feel like you're going backwards or you're stagnant. And that's why, because it's like, you know, when God wants to move in someone's life, If he wants to move in someone's life, he wants to do it at a certain pace. But because God is very a good God and he's a loving father, he loves us so much he's willing to wait for us. So that's where we're thinking that we're waiting on God and really God's waiting on us. And so when you're keeping up with God, sometimes he's just waiting for you to ask, like go to him in prayer and ask for basically repentance or to ask for direction, to ask for guidance, to ask for forgiveness, whatever it is that he's, that he's waiting on you to ask, even if it's just for confirmation and clarity, um, or to break a curse or to break, have a breakthrough, you know, God could be waiting on you to step up and ask him for something because what you're waiting on is something that only God can do. It's something that sometimes people just can't do. They just don't have the power to do it because they're not God. Um, another thing that you got to do in order to keep up with mm-hmm. God when he moves is obedience. So let's say you do pray about this thing and God answers you. Well, now, if, if you already know what to do, if you know what's expected of you, what's required of you, God's made it very plain and clear what he wants you to do. 
then what do you think is left to do <laughs> is do it. So if, again, if that's what I mean, like where it feels like God moves slowly, it's not that he's moving slowly. It's really, he's just kind of at a standstill right now. He's kind of like waiting because he's not going to make another move until you do. Um, he's already made his turn. He's already made his remark. He's already made his statement. He's made himself known in your life where he's at and he's meeting you halfway. So he's meeting you where you're at. He's just letting you know that, okay, I I did my part. Now it's time for you to do your part. So that's up to you whether or not you're going to be obedient or not. And God is gracious. He really is. If he understands that if you don't know exactly what you're supposed to do, or even if you know what you're supposed to do, but you don't know how to do it, again, pray about it. Ask God to show or reveal to you exactly how it is that he may want you to go about, you know, this situation, like how you should approach it or how you should treat this person or how you should fix this problem or how you should, um, you know, go after, go after whatever it is that you're wanting. So let's see, we got praying about it, being obedient, um, or asking, I guess, and praying, being obedient. Another thing with keeping up is, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people do this, whether they admit it or not. But sometimes, you know, as a Christian, you you hear God, you understand God, or at least you think you do, and you get going and you have a lot of momentum and you're just going out like at full speed, trying to get as much done as possible, almost like a checklist of everything that you're trying to do. And then you get so busy or so caught up or doing so much that you actually stop and forget to spend time with God or you stop to, um, you stop actually like reading your Bible as long or you stop praying as often. So then as these problems arise and things kind of, you know, hit the fan, <laughs> then you're stuck freaking out because you're like, God, I thought you said this and this is happening. I don't understand why. And basically, it just means you got a little too far ahead of God. So again, God's waiting. He's waiting for you to be reeled back in. Just breathe. Take a few minutes to pray. Um, it doesn't have to be very lengthy or long. It just, you know, just let him know that you need him and you just need to know where to go from here. And definitely apologize and let him know, Lord, I'm sorry. I thought I knew where I was going. I thought I heard you correctly, but I might be wrong. You know, this is where you got, again, be humble. You have to be able to humble yourself and come before God and be like, God, I think I messed up. I don't know how to fix it. Can you please fix it for me? Can you please make it right? Um, I blew it with this person. Can you please restore what's been broken? Can you please lead and guide me in the direction that I need to go so that I don't mess it up further? Um, or you can just... I guess this is going into the, the fourth thing, which is surrender. So, yeah. So the first one is basically prayer, um, asking him in confidence for whatever it is that you need um, in order to keep up with God. The second one is obedience. When he answers you and tells you the next steps or what to do, you just need to do it as quickly as you can. Um, and then that ties in with number three, which is asking for confirmation when you kind of get ahead of yourself or ahead of God and you need to get back on track because maybe you got sidetracked or maybe you were doing way too much and 
God wanted to tell you a piece, another detail of the information that you need in this journey. And you may have skipped over it because you were trying to get ahead. And so now God has to have you repeat a lesson or he has to have you go through some kind of a hardship in order for you to learn the lesson. (sighs) And then this is where number four is surrender to Christ. This is where you wave that white flag (laughs) and you say, God, I'm not done with the situation. I'm not done. I'm not giving up on you, but I give up on trying to do it myself. I give up on trying to make it work in my own strength. I give up on trying to do it my way. And when you do this, this is where you are allowing God to take the floor And for his glory to be revealed, because that's where God says that his grace is sufficient. You know, it's sufficient enough. And he also says that um, his, you know, strength is made perfect. Strength is made in perfect weakness or something like that. Sorry, I probably butchered that. But (laughs) anyways, the point is, is that if we're always trying to do things ourselves and if we're always like trying to get ahead of God and we're always trying to like. Um, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is God does have a pace in each season of your life. There's going to be a time where he's moving very, very quickly because he's, you're, that is the time when you're seeing God move rapidly right in front of your eyes. You're seeing things get broken. You're seeing things get restored. You're seeing things come together. You're seeing like piece by piece, you're seeing people apologize to you after years of tormenting you or years of mistreating you and you never thought you'd ever see or hear them say that to you and that's the point is like you know in this season this is what you're experiencing is God's grace and God moving rapidly but you got to be prepared for that season because when God moves quick but this is like if God tells you you're moving And you're like me and you didn't believe him the first time or you wasn't sure how because you couldn't figure out. Like I said, I didn't have the money to move. So I wasn't thinking logically. I mean, I was I was thinking like worldly logically, like I didn't have three thousand dollars to drop on getting a brand new apartment and having my own place. But what God had in mind was me moving back in with a family member. And still having my back covered. And he's thinking, but see, I wasn't thinking like that. I was trying to avoid that, but that's what God wanted, or at least that's what God was allowing in my life in order for certain things to happen. So that's what I'm saying is like, I, because I wasn't sure how it was going to work out, most of my stuff wasn't even packed. And because of that, it was the, the move itself was a lot more difficult compared to if I had just, whether God wanted me to move or not, if I had just said, okay, God, and went and got moving boxes and started packing up immediately within a two month frame, by the time when the appointed time came for me to move out, I would have been ready. I would have been prepared. So that's what I'm saying is like, when God is telling you certain things like that, you just got to learn to trust God. You got to know that, you know what? doesn't matter exactly when he wants me to move. It doesn't matter exactly, you know, when he wants me to get married. It doesn't matter exactly when he wants me to have a child. 
you got to do your best to be training yourself or to be preparing yourself for whatever it is that you're praying for. Because if you don't prepare yourself for what you're praying for, then how are you going to be prepared? You know, like God will answer you. And when he does, it's like you want to be ready for it, good or bad. Like you just you want to be ready for whatever's coming next because we're not God and we don't always know what's coming next. Even if God gives us a tidbit or like a a vision or a dream, or if he gives us an idea about something or someone, like we don't always have the full picture. And sometimes that full picture really doesn't even appear until after we go through that experience. And then that's what hindsight is for. We can look back and be like, oh, wow, you know, like I understand, I see now why I had to go through that, or I see why God did that, or I see why this happened this way. So if you have been like me and you've struggled in the past, or if you're struggling right now, and you're just trying to figure out how am I supposed to keep up with God? Like there's some seasons when he's moving very quickly, as I mentioned, and then there's seasons where he's moving slow, as I also mentioned, where he's just kind of waiting on you to do your part or to um, either step up and ask him confidently what it is that you're requesting or wanting and believing for it while you are praying about it. And then there's other times where he's just waiting on you to be obedient and do the action part of it because faith without action is dead, which is James uh, 2.17, I believe. So whether he's doing a very quick, swift motion in your life and you see him working wonders and moving very quickly in a season, sometimes it's just a job promotion or you do have that child or you do get married or you get into that relationship or whatever it is. That's what I mean by things in your life pick up. It gets really, really fast, um, really quickly. And that's where you really need to rely on God and have a good connection with him so that as things are moving quickly, not only are you hearing him correctly, but you can still make the best decisions possible, even in the midst of the chaos, even in the midst of the rush. Like you can still um, come out on top and still thrive no matter what season you're in. So... Again, the first one was going in prayer, I guess, um, talking to God confidently, petitioning or asking God what it is that you want. The second one is obedience. So when God does get back with you, whether you get an answer from him immediately or within a, a few hours to a day or two or even a couple weeks, the moment that God gives you the answer to what it is that you've been praying for, that is the moment that you should be working very hard towards that. And that's something I've been struggling with right now because it's like the things that God's called me to do, they're not really hard. It's just, I mean, they're simple. It's just, I mean, it's just things like, like what I'm doing right now, like just speaking and teaching people about God. You know, it's, it's one of those things where I'm thinking, God, I don't know who all is going to listen to this. I don't know if I'm making any impact, but you know what? That's not, that's not something I need to worry about. And it's been taking me a long time, but I realize now that especially after watching the chosen, the chosen, I love, love the quote that Dallas Jenkins says, and it's, um, it's not your job 
to feed the 5,000. It's your job to provide the fish and loaves. So that's where it's like, again, I can provide the content. I can show up and provide basically um, information for others, but it's not my job to make sure everyone hears it. So anyways, that with that being said, the obedience is very, very key um, because God says faith without action is dead. So he does expect you to step up. He does expect you to step out and he expects you, God does, expects you to just do your best, even with the little that you have or what knowledge you have and just be right where you're at and just do whatever it is that he's called you to do or asked you to do. Um, do it to your best ability. God will meet you right there halfway. He will be right there the whole way through. Um, third one was, again, as you're being obedient, if you're starting to get a little confused or maybe you, th- you thought you were on the right track and you just needed a reminder, that's okay. Ask God for confirmation. You can ask him that as many times as you want. God's not going to get annoyed with you for wanting to be sure or certain that what you're doing really is of God or really is exactly what God has called you to do or asked of you to do. You know, that's just you being a good steward and you being trustworthy in God and not man or trusting in God and not money or trusting in God and not you know, anything else that you can think of that could take the the place of God. Like you're just wanting it to be sure. It just shows that your desire is to please God. And when you ask for confirmation, it's showing that you really do care about God's plans and the purpose in your life. Like you care about making the right choices. So God loves that. And then the fourth one, like I said, is <laughs> let's just say that you're, you've already prayed about it and you've asked God for something You're being obedient in the best way you know how. You're asking for confirmation. And finally, you know, as you're trying to go about whatever it is that God's called or asked you to do, you're still feeling stuck or you're still feeling stagnant. And this is where the beauty of your situation is. This is how you know that you've kind of reached the, not the end, but you've just reached the point in your life or your circumstance where this is bigger than you. And this is the part where God takes it from here. This is where, um, and God was speaking to me about this today. And I just, I love it. Love it. Love it. And God was just telling me, um, so yeah, see if I can even remember how it goes. Cause it was so fresh. I should have wrote it down. I got to think about it. Okay. Yeah. So what God was telling me, thank you, Holy Spirit was, you know, you focus on the obedience and God will focus on the outcome. So when you're focusing on just being as obedient as you can to God and whatever that looks like that he's asked of you to do, you know, God's going to take care of the rest. He's going to take care of what happens next. He's going to take care of whether that person rejects you or accepts you. He's going to take care of that. So you don't have to freak out completely. I mean, even if what you're up against is up against is scary or the unknown or it's just you you want more details or information and you don't have it, that's okay. This is how God gets the glory because God's the one that's going to be able to finish this. 
he's the one that's going to be able to make this work. God's going to be the one to win the battle. This is how you know that it's God and it's not you because you won't be able to boast about it. You know, that's where, you know, the God's strength is made in perfect weakness. That's how he gets his glory is um, when you tell your testimony, you're going to say like, you know, I couldn't do this, but God did that. And that could be applied to many situations. But if you have a story like that, where, you know, you couldn't do something, but God came through, that's, that's how God gets it. Because like I said, it's about God and it's not about us. We get to be a part of God's plan but we're not the ones that should be doing all the planning all the time. Like God lets us have a plan, but I forget what Bible verse it is. I want to say Proverbs where it's talking about a man plans his steps or a man plans his way, but God directs his steps. So it's like, he'll let you plan, but at the end of it all, it's God's steps that are ordained. It's God's steps that are going to lead you to that victory or to that success that you're wanting and desiring. So again, just one more recap. The first step in order to keep up with God is to pray about it. Take whatever it is that you're asking God for, take it to him, take it to him in confidence and truly let him know how you're feeling about it or you know, what you're really, really what's on your heart, what you're really wanting, you know, be open to him about it. Uh, step number two is obedience. Just make sure again, that you're doing everything that you can within the knowledge that you have and the strength that you have and the skills that you have to do whatever it is that God has called or asked of you to do. The third step is to ask for confirmation along the way of your journey to receiving what it is that you've been asking God for. Um, Like I said, if you're waiting on a relationship or, or a new one or something like that, I'll just be honest with you. You know, it could be, you could ask God today for a relationship and it could be, for some people, it could be two weeks from then when you pray. For some people, it could be two years. So it's like, and then other people, two months. So it's like, I mean, everyone's different. Like your story is going to be different than someone else's. So that's why you can't really compare. And the only way you're going to know if you're on the right track or if you're taking the right steps or if you're doing the right thing, saying the right thing, you're just going to have to ask God for confirmation because he's the one writing your love story. He's the one writing your any other story in your life it's God it always is so yes you can go to other people and ask for advice but their advice may not be as effective as you think it would compared to the way it would be with Christ and then the fourth one and this is where like I said earlier you know once you've prayed about it and you're obedient and you've got your confirmations This is where you still continue doing the best that you can with the answers that you have, the knowledge that you have, the skills that you have. And after all of that is said and done, if you still can't accomplish the goal, if you still can't be as successful as you'd like to be, if you still just can't make that mark, (laughs) 
it's okay. It's not the end of the world. This is actually a moment to be, even though you might be feeling a little weary or disappointed or overwhelmed or a little upset, this is where it's actually the time to be joyous and to be grateful and happy because this is where you know that God takes over. God is going to be the one to pull through on this. This is, you know, God's opportunity to step into your situation and intervene for you on your behalf and literally turn the impossible to possible. This is where God shines and this is where God gets his glory. So I hope this has helped all of you that are watching or sorry, not watching, but listening forget like I said I bounce between YouTube and podcasts but um yeah like I'm not sure if this makes sense to you guys um I'm trying my very best to make sure that you guys can understand me to the best that you can but like I said it's kind of hard when I don't have people giving me feedback and I don't really know if it's a yes or no so I'm just gonna assume it's a yes <laughs> if it's not, you know what? Just go ahead and replay this episode one, two, three times. I don't care however many times you have to over and over again until you do understand it. Or listen to it now and then in a couple weeks, listen to it again. It might hit you differently. But anyways, I hope you all stay blessed. You know, stay happy and just do your absolute best this week to, you know, put your faith first and put your faith over your fear. You know, that's how you're going to come out on top is to keep putting God first and, you know, to be strong in your faith. So I love you guys. Have an amazing day or night, wherever you're at. And yeah, this is Miranda Hughes from Faith Strong, and I'm glad you tuned in. All right. Have a good one. Bye.